Hey girl. Hey mama. Ready to get unschooled? Totally. Welcome to Moms Unschooled. Where we break down all the things from the mundane to the magnificent. So you can think for yourself and do what's right for you. This episode is sponsored by Kim Merritt at Lemongrass Spa. Lemongrass Spa offers handmade, non-toxic, family skincare and cosmetics with natural and organic ingredients. Kim is a military spouse and mom of two, has been using and selling Lemongrass Spa products for eight years. She is offering 10% off shopping discount for our listeners. Check out the show notes to learn how to save. Happy shopping and enjoy the episode. Hey, Erin. Hey, girl. Hey. How's it going? Oh, living the dream. Okay, cool, cool. (laughs) I just got done with an awesome run. Oh, I'm I'm not a runner. What? Unless it's for a specific purpose, such as a ball, like running to a ball. Getting chased by zombies. Yes, sometimes. But <laughs> I mean, I always played sports. I just never got into running as something that was ever enjoyable. I oh. don't know, but you like it. Yeah. Well, what do you find enjoyable? Winning at sports. So (laughs) run. But okay, like when have I, when's the last time I did sports? Like I played softball, field hockey, basketball all through high school. And then in college, I played softball. And then after that, it was kind of like, what are you supposed to do for fun that's either athletic or something like that? And then once I had kids, I don't know. I went to some workout classes when we were stationed in 29 Palms, which were super fun. But that only worked out while my son was going to the school on base. But when he changed schools to a private school, it kind of, that's like the last time I was part of like a fitness group. Do you do fitness classes here? No. Okay. No, but you kind of got me here. What do you do for fun? I don't know. <laughs> That's a good. Well, I like I like my job. I like working. That is not for fun. Well, but I don't like what would I do? I don't like running. I like shopping, but I'm also trying to be a minimalist in some ways, so that doesn't really work out. So, what we are gathering here is Sarah has no hobbies. I'm pretty lame. What do you do? What don't I do, girl? Okay, okay. Cross-stitch. Yes, I'm an old woman at heart. Photography, reading, exercise, crafting, travel and planning. What crafts do you do? Wait, 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 wait. How did you get into cross-stitch? Well, way back when, small town girl from Indiana. Okay. No, really, my mother loves cross-stitching. I watched her do it my whole entire life. And I thought one day as um, a 20-something, I thought maybe I'll just try to finish one project my whole life. I grew up and she'd buy me tiny little ornament cross stitches to finish. I never finished a single one in my entire life. Okay. And by 25, I tried it again and really enjoyed it. What do you make? I like to make pieces that go in a frame and hang on a wall. Oh. I'm not the one who makes a cross stitched sweatshirt. Like pillow or something. Right. Okay. There are no dish towels in my house that are cross stitched. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, now that you said that, I don't think my mom had any hobbies. Really? Because, like, she worked and she volunteered. I grew up in the Northern Virginia, D.C. area, and she volunteered at the National Zoo in, like, the Great Apes habitat. Cool. And so, like, that's what she did for fun. Well, that is fun. But then, I mean, we did stuff as a – like, we always went skiing. But Mm -hmm. that's not, like, a hobby. Well, I don't know. Is that a hobby? Well, I kind of think of, I mean, things that families like to do for fun is yeah. a family thing. But okay. like, we need, as mamas, something for ourselves. Fun and so thing. even if you have 20 minutes, what's that one thing that will give you enjoyment? 
bad reality TV. No, that's okay. not a hobby. But I, I, I do keep it classy. I won't watch like anything with tons of like cursing and things like that. I'll watch like just. I don't know, like million dollar listing or whatever. Just stuff to be like, oh, look at those people in their lives. Just to get a break from thinking about what I have to do later. Have you ever tried some sort of hobby as just a a pastime for you? Something to slow down and enjoy? I used to scrapbook. But this was all before kids. And like, I think I still have the scrapbook I never finished. (laughs) And then I donated all the supplies because I was like, I'm done with this and thought that it would be way more efficient to just like print photo books, which I haven't done since my son was born (laughs) six years ago anyway. I think one of the challenges is I work so much from the computer that I don't want to be doing something online anymore. So maybe like, you know, I know some people blogs. I know you're really good at editing photos. Do have I ever had a hobby? I got I, I did pick up tennis. But this is like, again, 10 years ago before kids. Doesn't count. I ordered a new racket recently. Oh, well, then it might count in a week or two. Yeah. So my plan that when the kids were going back to school is that I did find a neighbor down the street who said she'd play with me. (laughs) So Great. um, We are on our way to a hobby. Is there anything that you like to do in the quiet hours of the morning? You know, maybe do an adult coloring book. Oh my God. I, no, 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 no. I tried the adult coloring book thing once. It was so stressful for me. Do you know how small they make those like color sections? I mean, you could spend all day just doing little dots inside of a flower. I bought, (laughs) no, seriously. So I bought, I bought a Christmas special one a couple years ago and then another one at like Ross or Marshall's or something. I maybe did like a page, half a page, a third of a page of one. And I was like, this is ridiculous. And I put it I think I gave it as like in a stocking stuffer to someone else. I kept the colored pencils that my son makes up games with and throws across across the room. So it wasn't a total waste, but Okay, reusing materials. I yeah, like but that. No, 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 no. But the coloring, coloring books, books are not for me. Create anxiety. Yes. Okay. <laughs> um well what do you do? So, so I'm an early bird. Okay. And I know there are night owls out there. I hear you. I support you. I have absolutely no concept. I turn into a pumpkin like the Cinderella story by 8 o'clock at night. Are you an early bird or night owl? I am an early bird, but the challenge is so is my son. Ah. Like there's never been sleeping in unless he is like ill or we just moved and everyone's jet lagged. Sure. It doesn't, like, I rarely have to wake him up for school. He's up. And I think he has, like, this spidey sense that on the rare times that I am up before everyone else, even if I set my alarm, he'll, I'll hear his door open, like, five minutes later. He'll be like, Mom. And I'm like, ah! <laughs> like, you know. Got it good. So I am an early bird in the sense that, same thing, pumpkin, 8, 8.30, I'm done. But I don't know what time. I would have to, like, get up at, like, 2 a.m., go do a hobby, and go back to sleep at, like, 3.30 for that to work. I did have to find that magic hour in my family of five. And when I say magic hour, it could be magic 20 minutes. Okay. Now, my kids, mother of three here, they are early birds as well. Okay. What I had to do in terms of strategize my me time, is what I call it, (laughs) is kept setting my alarm clock a little bit earlier. So what time do you typically wake up? I get out of bed at 5 a.m. 
Okay, consistently. Consistently. I set the alarm for 4.45 and hit snooze one time to make it feel like I get to sleep in a little bit. Ooh, okay. Totally brainwashing myself. And do you ever just blow that off? Like, Oh, or- yeah. Okay. But I will tell you this. When I blow off my alarm clock, 5 a.m. call, the day doesn't go nearly as well. Okay. So, all right. So it's 4.45, between 5, you get up. Now, that gives me right now, these days, about an hour and a half. Oh. But I've okay. set it in case anyone, ten, you know, wakes up at 5.30 that day and needs extra mom cuddles. I do that hoping I get my 30 minutes and ecstatic if I get an hour and a half. And what do you, let's say on a bad day, what do you do in those 30 minutes? And what do you do on a good day when you have over a solid hour to yourself? In my 30 minutes of peace, I get to have a cup of coffee all by myself. Okay. Do that, you take the dog out first? Nope. Okay. The dog goes out after everyone wakes up. Okay. Because, oh, by the way, we live in apartment stairwells here and mm-hmm. I live on the fourth floor. So a lot of times when my husband's traveling... I'm not allowed to leave my house because if my children woke up and I wasn't there, I would be in big trouble. They wouldn't put two and two together that mama just let the dog out the front door right. to go potty. And it's not like you have a backyard to like just go sit in by yourself. Exactly. Well, okay. So take the dog out. No, that happens after the children are awake so they know that mama will be back in five minutes. Okay. I even like to get up before the husband. Now, he tends to be a night owl anyway, so this is really easy for me to do. But if I have 20, 30 minutes by myself in the mornings, I get one cup of coffee in the dark, in the quiet. And I get to just zone out. I can work on the day's lesson plans. I can cross-stitch, watch silly Netflix shows, Hmm. work on my blog, anything that's by myself with one cup of coffee. And the day is going to get off to the right start. So is it hard for you, let's say you sit down and you're in the zone doing mm-hmm. something, not something specifically leisurely, like not just like watching the news, like you're writing something for your blog mm-hmm. or editing a photo. Does it disrupt you if child one, two, or three bursts in and is like, mom? Totally. Okay. And that's why there's this little invention called the TV. Okay. They can sit next to me and cuddle while I finish this thought. They're engaged. We're still snuggling. It counts. No mom shaming allowed. Survival mode, y'all. And once I finish that thought, make a couple notes for the next, I can put it away and not feel frustrated. Okay. It's a win-win. And they let you do that. They let me do that. I think that's, my son is such a um, social little guy that he'll say, I'll say like, okay, let me finish X, Y, Z. And be like, okay, but he'll keep talking to me. You know, he'll be like, (laughs) oh, I'm like. Ugh, like, I think you're missing the point here. But, okay, so you explain to them, and then you take your time to wrap it up, mm-hmm. and then you And you just put on their little show, because they want a little bit of quiet veg out time, too. And mm-hmm. that has really helped me get my morning in, get organized for my day. If I don't get that, I feel like I'm hitting speed bumps all the way through the day. And I can get cranky. I really, I don't want to put that on them. It's not their fault. And so this helps me get in a positive frame of mind have a little bit done on my to-do list, or just sit in quiet and think happy thoughts. Now, if I get my hour and a half, that probably that also includes some exercise. Okay. What do you like to do? You run in the mornings, right? I like to run if my husband's home. Right. And if he's not home, we were handed a free elliptical this oh. summer, and I love it. It helps me get my wiggles out. That's what I call it. I like <laughs> to track my steps, and it just lets me listen to podcasts, watch some Netflix while I get some steps in and everybody else is sleeping. I love that. And I so what if they came too. in the middle of the elliptical? 
then I'm going to give them a 10-minute show and say, let me finish 10 more minutes, and then I'll snuggle with you. Okay. Our neighbors just ordered a Peloton. Maybe I can go over there and use it at 4 o'clock in the morning. We'll see. Boom! Exercise <laughs> and hobby! Um, okay, that sounds cool. And I guess I do... You had started off by asking, like, do I have any hobbies? Did you not see the probably early 19th century Swiss tile stove, cast iron stove that is in our basement? Did oh, I show it to you? No. Okay, so... I like antiquing, but again, I have a conflict with I'm also trying to be more minimalist and not have more things in my household to take care of and manage and find a place for and blah, blah, blah. But when COVID started to hit, there was not a lot of going around to antique shops, things like that. So I did find off a German buyer, we drove probably over an hour to this cool little town and I'm going to butcher the name, so I'm not going to try to say it, but I'll show it to you later because there was an awesome hike to a waterfall nearby. So anyway, his name, I, oh gosh, what was his name? It was this awesome German, it was Wolfgang, that's what it was. Yes. So me, my my poor husband, so me, Tracy, my husband, and my son drive to this little town. It's like all picturesque, and we go to Wolfgang's house, which is like this little German thing, and he opens his garage, and there's this antique Swiss tile stove there. His German neighbors start to come out because they're all interested in the activity. There's like these Americans in this small little village. I'm not kidding, Aaron. This thing is probably 350, 400 pounds. It took the three gentlemen just to get it in our car, and then it scraped the car. I have a dent in part of my car. In any case, it's super cool, and so I did spend some time this summer basically excavating the inside of it, because the time period it was made in, it was just like rocks and mortar and brick, and that's what's the heft of it. So I got my little supplies. I researched how to restore cast iron. I've been restoring that. And then my husband did decide that it's way too freaking heavy to trounce around the globe so long as we are moving for the military. So I'm going to have to sell it. But I liked restoring and redoing that. And I found a couple other cast iron pieces. One is a cast iron antique scale off eBay that I every day, I walk by it every day in my little china cabinet. And I'm like, I need to clean that up. So I like stuff like that. So you think that's something I could do like early in the morning, just go scrub it with my steel wool? If that sounds like it would give you joy, because I mean, let's face it, you're really good at this stuff. Her house is beautiful, y'all. Oh, you're sweet. And even though she she talks about minimalism, it is still so nicely put together. I'm not saying other minimalist houses aren't, but she has a really great eye to put things together. And she's really good at restoring and... finding a good deal then restoring that good deal and so if that gives you joy first thing in the morning so be it or maybe you're researching other things to purchase and restore and sell again at that hour girl I think it all boils down to whatever you can do around that first cup of coffee in the quiet by yourself okay I did a couple weeks ago or maybe it was like more when COVID started people were coming out with all these blogs of like what to do at home things to do (laughs) I did save I saved one of the list of like hobbies for women let me know what you I don't know I don't think any of these you tell me if you could see me doing this okay all right scrapbooking um I can see you starting it (laughs) all right fair 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 knitting nope okay quilting no Mm. okay pottery classes how would I do that at home I don't think so get your own wheel no thanks okay Okay. painting I think it's too messy origami (laughs) if it tickles your fancy 
Maybe we'll do a Facebook Live where I make an origami something. If you have requests for what you would like me to make. This is going to be brilliant. What would you like me to make? An origami what? Flamingo. Okay. Oh, Lord. Okay. (laughs) I think they sell origami paper at the little dollar store style thing here. All right. Decoupage. Is that basically like paper mache? That's right. But you could do like a flat surface decoupage, like a tabletop. What would I make? You take art materials, newspapers or magazines. But see, here's the problem after I made it. You would have to keep it at your house because, again, it would disrupt my minimalist vibe. It would. And it's not an antique. And it's not your style anyway. So you'd have to sell those. If you got really good at decoupage. Oh, I will. Okay. It's official. We're going to auction off. I'm going to decoupage something for our listeners, and we'll do a giveaway. I don't know what I'm going to make. (laughs) A decoupaging original. A Sarah special decoupage. Okay, so that will be – I'm writing this down. I'm a big note taker. So that will be for a giveaway. And i got to make Aaron's flamingo. See, this is already stressful now. (laughs) Adult coloring books, no way. Absolutely not. Okay, knitting they put on here again because they have no other original ideas for women we should compare a list of dad hobbies and mom hobbies give me a break okay needlepoint is that different than cross stitch a little bit but i think cross stitch is usually thrown into that mix I don't think that would work for me because you know that I purposely will not buy clothes with a lot of buttons because if it falls off, I will not put it on. <laughs> well, and if you don't like dotting your way through an adult coloring book, that's essentially what cross-stitching right. is. No. Tiny little X's to make a ginormous picture. Okay. Calligraphy. I I do have very good penmanship, but again, what would I write? Wedding invitations for To people? who? Is anyone getting married? <laughs> if I was really bored, I could take our PCS orders and just write them in curriculum calligraphy excuse me oh soap making that's kind of neat I kind of make I kind of make my own hand sanitizers and cleaning products with some essential oil stuff but I have not tried I looked into soap making once I think and you actually have to by the time you buy I'm also too much of a realist for some of these hobbies because by the time you buy the ingredients I could just order nice bars of natural soap that I like right so why would I make the soap it'd be different if you had lavender fields and lived on a lavender field farm but I'd have to buy all the stuff right I'd like to see you try it though okay possibly I'll consider the soap similarly is candle making but I found when I looked into that it's the same jam as far as by the time you buy the beeswax because I try to use and purchase all more natural products so by the time I bought all that stuff and added my own oils it would just be to burn them which is essentially burning money. So I don't know. Soap you can at least put on your body. I have not taken a candle shower before. Okay. <laughs> There's a first for everything. Weaving again with the knitting. I, no. Thanks. No. Not Any, you. Okay. Jewelry making. What would I make? I don't. Now I'm a little intrigued. Okay. I think this is where Pinterest comes in for information. Okay. Some YouTube channels for how to. And then you can auction off your jewelry. I, that's my problem. Like, it has to have a rational function. Sure. If I can buy jewelry that I like better than, oh, I have made some jewelry. And I still have it. Okay, so when I did study abroad in Italy, I took a jewelry making class. Neat. And I made a sterling silver heart <laughs> and, like, a ring with a coral opal. We'll have to take some pictures. I'll post on Facebook. 
Is that all I made? I kept it just so later I could sell it for the weight of the silver. And I just forgot about it because we moved so much. But I recently found it the other day. And I was like, I need to send these off to just get the money for the materials. Fantastic. Oh, you're good at this. Well, that's the thing. Through all of your travels, because we live here in Germany, through all your travels, maybe you find river stones and you figure out what are actually good stones to create pieces or... You oh, know, of we, jewelry? Yeah, or, you know, Venetian glass. There's probably like a German law about removing river rocks. And so <laughs> then I can't record with you if, unless you're going to bail me out. We could have to, we would have to bribe them with my decoupage artwork. <laughs> Link it to the GoFundMe. To get yes, yes exactly. <laughs> well, thank you for giving me some ideas. Of course. I, so I guess I'll have to report back on my hobbies. Yes, we're going to have a part two on hobbies. Hey, if mama's happy, the family's happy, get some me time in there, ladies. Whenever, for uh, however, how long. What is that thing that gives you a little bit of joy, a little bit of peace first thing in the morning that gets your day started right there for your family can start right? Keep us posted, y'all. Love it, guys. Cheersy. Thanks for listening to Moms Unschooled. Subscribe on YouTube. Follow us on Facebook or email us at momsunschooled at gmail.com. Choosy!